0: that's the mindset shift that's like where we have to do that internal work so i always like to start with like creating your foundation what matters to you to me it matters that i get the laundry done in the least amount of loads as possible cuz i don't want to do laundry i want to go to the park and hang out with my kids i want to go to the baseball games and enjoy it i want to spend the, my weekends with them not catching up on the laundry so there's like a means to an end for that so it doesn't have to be perfect because that's not the point the point is that i just need it done
1: Hello, welcome to Monetizing Mompreneurs Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, moms, working professionals, and amazing people pursuing their passions and going for their dreams. And I'm your host, Linda Mendable. You are in for a treat. Ashley helps busy moms eliminate the excess and create a home they love that's intentional, functional, and serves your lifestyle. Managing your home doesn't have to be so hard. Her realistic approach will have you taking back control so you can live a life you love with ease and elegance. I love, love, love this episode, and I know that you will as well. Ashley is a home design enthusiast. She's a wife and mom of three littles. She helps busy moms easily manage the the excess, and create a home they love that's intentional, functional, and serves your lifestyle. Ashley's motto is that managing your home doesn't have to be so hard. Her realistic approach will have you taking back control so you can live a life you love with ease and excellence. excuse me, with ease and elegance. Thank you, Ashley. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much for having me. So, how's your day been? It's been great. Nice slow morning. Excited to be here with you and everybody listening.
1: Yes, I'm really, really excited that you're here because I know that our audience is definitely going to be blessed with a bunch of your know hows, your how tos because I think managing the home can be really hectic as a mompreneur, as an entrepreneur, and as we're scaling and growing our businesses. So take us through what you guide women through. Like, what do you help women?
0: I help women easily manage their home without the constant to-do list always nagging at them because we already have more than enough things to do and we don't need that long to-do list of switch the laundry, do the dishes, you know, meal prep for the week, we need to have a way that that stuff just kind of built into our lifestyle. And that really fits with our already existing habits and how we do life. So that way, it just makes it so much easier. And it kind
1: of becomes
0: a rhythm versus a to do list. So that's exactly,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, rhythm. So um, take us through kind of like how you started, because you didn't start here, right?
0: I did not start here. So my first business was a photography business, and I still have that business as well. And basically I would have clients come in through my home and be like, oh my gosh, how is your home so clean? And really it was just clean because I had it in home studio. So I needed to have it clean to present them in my house. And they would be like, how is it so clean? Do you have kids? Do they live here? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. All these things, but it was a way to make it easy for me to run my business from home. So I had kind of created these home management systems that made it easy. So I could welcome people in and do their photo sessions and then sell high value artwork and things like that. And people kept asking me like, well, how do you do this? How do you make sure that everything's done and it doesn't like consume your life? And that's how this was born. I'm like, there's definitely a way to do this. There's a method to my madness. And so that's what I do. And what I teach on now is how to easily manage your home without all of those tasks. So that way everything is just so much easier and it's beautiful. And then you can do all the other things that matter, like run your business and go to kids' practices and do all of that stuff.
1: But how did you know that that was something that you were like, like meant to do or like that you would love to do, right? Because I, I don't <laughs> love managing the home that one. Was- <laughs>
0: I don't either, but because I've gotten very efficient at it, my brain is really wired for business. And so I always like to, business is one of my favorite things. I used to be a business banker before I was a photographer. And so I just really love business and systems and structure. And I was like, there has to be a way to manage my home, like how I would manage a business or how I manage my day when I go to work. And so I started adding in a lot of those, um, tasks and strategies that I use in the workplace into my home. And that helps so much because then it, first of all, it takes you away of like, takes away that whole mindset of, oh, I'm just an awful homemaker. Oh, I'm not good at this, or oh, I'm not good at that. Cause you can't say that at work or in your job, you would have to find a strategy to help you do that because it's part of your job. So that's kind of how I feel about my home is like, this is the life that I want. And so I just incorporated those CEO strategies from work and from building businesses into my home to make it so much easier because nobody wants to manage their home. I don't want to sit there and do laundry or dishes. I mean, the least amount of effort is the best.
1: (laughs) I agree. I mean, one of the things that I have trouble with is laundry. So I know that I need a routine for laundry, but when you do sit down, um, with your clients, what is the first thing that you take them through? Or what is it that they're really struggling with? I think just that
0: overall feeling of overwhelm, because it's not just the laundry, it's not just the dishes. It's not just like, Oh, I can't figure out what to do for dinner. It's everything. So I always think about it as, and I teach that there's seven essential home management systems. And so I walk them through how to create a system for each of those essential home management systems based on my four-step method, which is we first create the foundation. So in order for anything to even matter, you have to first sit down and decide like what is actually important to you. So when I'm looking at my laundry and how I do laundry, I think about like what's most important to me. And to me, it's getting the laundry done. I don't want to sit there and sort laundry. I don't want to have to do a separate white's load. I don't want to do a delicate's load. I just don't care. I want it done. So that's what's most important to me. And my laundry rhythm reflects that. And that might not work for someone else who's like, oh, well, I have all these delicates that need to be washed on cold. And I have whites and all my kids have white socks and we have white t-shirts and I need to bleach it. I'm like, nope, not here. One load, <laughs> throw it in, <laughs> we're done. But that's okay because when you sit down and actually create your foundation based on what matters most to you, then you can create a home management system for that task that matters to you and fits in with your lifestyle. And then after we create that foundation, decide what matters, we talk about Your mindset, because we all know that mindset is a part of everything. And just because you say, like, oh, it doesn't matter to me, I'm just going to do one load, you have to kind of get there in your mind. Like for me, one of my mindsets is it gets to be easy. And so I always think, like, what is the easiest way to get this done? And for me, it's grabbing all the laundry in the house and the laundry baskets every morning and putting it in the washer. And that's okay. Because that's based on my foundation. And that is based on a mindset shift that I personally had to make because, you know, I grew up, my mom sorted all the laundry and she had a laundry day and would spend the whole weekend doing it. And then she would iron everything. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. So you have to like shift out of that. And then the third step is designing the solution. So for me, the solution is I just, when I'm drinking my coffee in the morning, I get a laundry basket. I go through the house. I put everything in the basket, throw it in the washer, start it. That's my solution. (laughs) And then the rhythm is the step four, which is just establishing that rhythm. And so I always like to tie rhythms with anchors. And the anchor is when I have my morning cup of coffee then I will start my rhythm of just putting the laundry in the washer and then I switch it later in the day. So it's like a, it's a full circle process. So it's always about starting with the foundation and creating that based on what matters most to you, then shifting your mindset, designing the solution, because the solution is going to look different for each system in your home and then establishing that rhythm.
1: I really love what you, you said about anchors that for me is a game changer because it's almost like a trigger. That's what I would call it. Like, yeah a, trigger, exactly. yeah, a trigger. Exactly. Yeah. A trigger. So when you have your morning coffee, it triggers you. Okay. Now I'm having my coffee. I got to go ahead and do this laundry thing or, and you know, it makes or- it enjoyable
0: because I'm drinking my coffee and it's super easy. I'm just walking around the house, emptying the laundry baskets into the one big one that I just throw in the washer and I don't even turn the clothes inside out anymore. I don't care if they get clean enough. I'll do that later. (laughs) So (laughs) it's in my house. (laughs) It's super simple. And then, you know, as your system evolves, I know we're specifically talking about laundry right now, but as your system evolves, then I decided, like, oh, I don't want to do that white load. So I don't buy my kids white socks. My boys wear black socks because it's just so much easier. My husband doesn't wear the white t shirts under his suits anymore. Sometimes he'll wear the tank top if it's like an extra cold day, but I don't bleach them because I don't care. And if there's like a load that really just needs some bleach, like I just did a towel load that needed to all be bleached from the life. And I was like, okay, that's once in a while, but it's not every day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because my my boys have um white baseball pants and that's hard. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. We have to bleach yeah. those. But um, um, I love that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the baseball pants, because my son plays baseball too, and I just wash the uniforms with all the regular clothes, and you know what? It's good enough because they're just gonna go play baseball again and they're gonna get the grass stains and stuff. Sometimes I'll use like the little stain stick and just, you know stain it out a little bit, but I used to do a separate load for sports clothes. I'm like, no, I'm good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's good, yeah. I love that. It's good enough, you know. Actually, that gives me the confidence now to move forward. Because when I wouldn't separate my clothes, I would feel so guilty, like, oh my gosh, I bet other other women separate their clothes to make it all perfect and everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that's the mindset shift. That's like where we have to do that internal work. So I always like to start with like creating your foundation. What matters to you? To me, it matters that I get the laundry done in the least amount of loads as possible because I don't want to do laundry. I want to go to the park and hang out with my kids. I want go to the baseball games and enjoy it. I want to spend my weekends with them, not catching up on the laundry. So there's like a means to an end for that. So it doesn't have to be perfect because that's not the point. The point is that I just need it done. And that's just the laundry example I have um, the systems for meal planning. Meal planning is not something that I care about at all. I just want to feed my people and not have them complain at me. So it's important that we have (laughs) dinner around six o'clock every night because people get hungry and they get crabby. And, you know, I am not a cook. I don't care. Healthy enough is healthy enough, but I like to have it planned and my groceries ordered and set up. So it makes it easy. I will never cook a dinner that takes over 20 minutes to make because I don't care enough, but that's just my foundation. Um, Other people are really big foodies and they want all the organic food and everything healthy. And if that's your thing, that's your thing. And that's okay. So that's why building systems based around what matters most to you is always the starting point because we can't just copy someone else's home management system because that'll never work, you know, because it's not based around you and your lifestyle.
1: Okay. That's great. And so, so you work on the mindset, they have um, anchors and triggers and it's a Mm four-step process. So
0: create your foundation,
1: create your foundation. And that's just deciding what matters, working through all that
0: internal brain dumping and then picking dominoes. And really, I always think like, that's the heart of the work because designing solutions is so much easier to do when you know what you're trying to accomplish. And it's hard to Really get all of that out until you decide what matters. So then we shift the mindset. That's step number two. And that's just doing all that mindset work. Like it gets to be easy. You are the CEO of your home. You are in control. You do get to make decisions. We're always going for progress, not perfection. So there's a ton of mindset work in there, which is great. And then the third step is design the solution. So now that you've done the internal work and all of that, now you get to actually get to work creating the solution that's going to fix this problem. And then the fourth step is establishing a rhythm. And that's where we do the um, anchors or triggers, as you like to call them. And then the rhythm that works with that, because having a laundry rhythm, we kind of all have a laundry rhythm, whether it's you wait until there's no clean clothes in the house and that triggers you to do the laundry, or if you do one load a day with your cup of coffee. So the rhythms is kind of what creates chaos in our life because we can have bad rhythms, just like at work, like you can have bad habits at work. Um, but you can have good ones too. So I always think about doing my first load of laundry is like when I sit down at my desk in the morning and check my email, it's just like the first thing I do. So laundry is just the first thing I do. So it's done.
1: Yeah. I love that. And actually I'm going to incorporate that because, <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So basically you, you do it and then you put it, you, at the end of the day, you put it in place or cause mine, sometimes they're all clean. <laughs> like I have a whole bunch of clean laundry on my bed right now, uh, you know, confession, <laughs> and you know at the end of the day sometimes we just push it up push it back into the basket so to me (laughs) that would be yes and you know I have
0: those days too like sometimes I do that but I really don't do that very often because my loads are smaller because really the only laundry I'm doing is the clothes that we wore yesterday so it only takes about five minutes for me to put the clothes away and then sometimes Sometimes I like to think like, okay, so that's where your hangup is, is, you know, putting it away at the end of the day. So maybe um, you should wash your laundry at night, put it in the dryer in the morning. So that way it dries in the morning. And then it's like a morning task to put the laundry away when you're more like alert and into it. And it's not at the end of the day. So kind of switch it up a little bit, just based on like your lifestyle. And if you know that that's where the hangup is, then you got to design the solution around that part. And then also like, how are you putting it away? Cause I don't want to sit there and fold laundry. So I hang as much as I can. So I don't have to fold anything because putting a Mm -hmm. hanger in something takes like a moment versus like, Holding a oh, shirt yeah. and putting, <laughs> so I hang everything. Yeah, we just I bought a whole bunch of hangers. Yeah, yeah. So I... Bunch of
1: hangers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hang everything except for like pajamas. And sometimes, even with the socks, if I'm lazy, I won't even match them. I'll just take like the tall ones are my oldest and the short ones are my youngest, and I just put them in the drawer. So I'm like, they're all black, they're fine.
1: <laughs> so just make that process as easy as possible. <laughs> That's great. I mean, that's what I, we did. We decided to just go with hangers. Okay. So the next that, thing. That's a lot on laundry. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot on laundry. I, but you know what? But it, I, I feel like, you know, that's really great points that you went over on like having an anchor and then developing a rhythm. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like, that, you know, you can put that in other things. So, but the, but sometimes there are moms that are struggling with it all, right? Like the meals- yeah. And the cleanup and, Mm -hmm. you know, and the laundry, which is, you know, number one for me.
0: (laughs) And everyone has their number one. So for me, my biggest struggle, actually, it was all of them. So it would be my seven essential systems are laundry dishes, um, the five minute cleaning system, because we all have to have a system to pick things up easily, incoming and outgoing items the, which is the mail and stuff, um, trash. So there's just systems for everything and it all follows the same formula. So when you're, when everything just feels overwhelming, it just means that nothing's working. So it's just super important to get clear on like, okay, obviously nothing's working with my lifestyle. So I need to create this foundation and set up these systems to work for me, not against
1: me. And as far as how do you manage, like running your business and then running these systems? Like, how do you, do you have days, do you break it up down into days? Like some days is just a focus or is it just a a routine, a daily routine that's just, you know, synchronized for every single day?
0: So- I do also teach the 14 always elegant living principles. And one of the principles is evolving with the seasons. So I'm a firm believer in everything changes. So what works for you today might not work a month from now because your life might change. Maybe your kids, um, I know my kids starting middle school, so school starts a little earlier. So a lot of things that we do in the morning aren't going to work come the fall time because everything just changes because you're evolving with the seasons. So one of my things is it's okay. To To always be evolving and so I set a system up that works for now knowing that it's not always going to work and that's okay so I don't like to dedicate like a whole day to cleaning the house because I don't want to spend my time doing that but I can do five minutes a day cleaning an area so I'm okay with that so when it comes to managing my home I like to dedicate about 20 minutes a day to getting everything done And then on Sundays, I dedicate an hour to really prepping for the week ahead. And that helps me a ton. That's where I do my meal planning, where I do my grocery shopping, where we go over our schedules and we know where everyone needs to be. So that one hour on Sunday sets me up so I'm not reacting to my week during the week. And then as far as my business, that allows me so much time in the day to focus on my business because I actually have two. I have the photography business and this business. So I'm managing the two businesses, which means I don't have time to manage my home during the day. So just having those rhythms, the daily rhythms, I would say, of about five to ten minutes a day and then the one hour on Sunday is all I need to get everything done.
1: And wow.
0: I know it seems like impossible, but it's so doable. If I could even show you what my house looked like before I figured this out, it was insane. Like I had closets full of crap. I would have extra stuff at my studio because I had a studio in town and I would just like put everything there that I didn't want to deal with. Like all the too small clothes for the kids and toys that I knew I needed to get rid of. I would just hide it all there. I'm like, ah, whatever it's out of my house. It's fine. But I would never like make the decisions or deal with it or even the mail. Like right now, one of my mail systems is I take the mail from the mailbox and I don't want to go through it every day because I don't want to make those decisions. So I just take the pile of mail and I stick it in an inbox in my office and I go through the mail every Monday. That's my rhythm. So oh, okay. I just, good. yeah, because most of our stuff's set up on auto pay anyways. And you can see like when you're getting your mail, if it's something that you have to take care of right there. I mean, we all open our packages that we get from Amazon right away because <laughs> that's yeah. fun, but you know, like all the paperwork and stuff, like, yeah, just put that in the basket and deal with that on Monday. So you don't have to always be making these decisions every single day. And we do that in our jobs too. So when you apply like how you set up your business and, you know, what you do for your job to your home, it just makes so much sense. It's like, oh yeah, we don't have to respond to all of this right away. It's not important. We can have a day where we do that. So that really helps
1: what's the number one thing that you get told from the people that you help? Like, what do they say when they come to you? Like, oh my gosh, you know, like for me, I would be like, girl, my laundry is, you know, but what is the number one thing that you see, like within your industry when it comes to, you know, managing the home?
0: I think that everybody thinks that their way is the best way and there is no best way. So the as soon as we get rid of that, there's only the way that works for you and with your lifestyle and with your habits, that's the best way. So there is no like, Oh, a load of laundry a day keeps laundry mountain away. I hear that one all the time. Right. And it's like, okay, so that does work for me. And I do try to do a load of day, but sometimes like I'll be doing podcasts all day long and I can't have the washer going because it's too loud. And I don't want it to pick up on the microphone. So that day I'll skip laundry and it's fine. I'll just catch it tomorrow. It's totally fine. Sometimes like we just got back from a week-long vacation. I didn't do laundry while we were there. So I did need to catch up on my laundry on the Sunday when we got home. That's fine too. Just being flexible with evolving and knowing that there is no end-all be-all system. It's just what works for you and your lifestyle and your habits. That's the biggest one, your habits. So once you have that mindset, then it's easy to understand like, okay, it doesn't really matter what system it is as long as you have a system and that it works for you
1: okay so I see and so when when someone says I don't think that's gonna work for me or you know I don't think that I can have a clean home what do you tell them
0: I say, why do you think you can't have a clean home but I just want to dive into like what the actual reason is, because then that'll come up as their obstacle. And then you have to design the solution around their obstacle. Because saying that you don't think you can have something, maybe it's like, Um, money thing like maybe you think like I can't have a clean home because I can't get all the pretty buckets and organize everything or you know I don't have any help okay those are the obstacles that you have to design the solution around it doesn't mean that it's not possible it just means that your solution is going to look different than someone else's solution and that's fine but you're still going to get that same result so I do talk a lot about that too in my course is overcoming obstacles. Cause we all have them, whether it's, we don't have enough time. We don't have enough energy. We don't have any help. Our husband's not on board. Our kids are too young. Our kids are too old. Our kids are too messy. Like everyone has them. So you just have to design your solution around the obstacle.
1: I love that because it goes towards business too. There was a point in my business. Yeah, there was a point in my business that had to be like, okay, I'm not going to get any help. You know, no one's going to come out here and try to say, hey, Linda, I see what you're doing. I'm going to go ahead and help you, you know, especially (laughs) with the kids and everything. I literally had to find out, okay, what works for me? What can I do in order? To make it work in order for me to show up the way that I need to show up, in order for me to do the work that I need to do, I had to find those solutions. And I feel like as soon as you come to grips with, you know, no one's coming, (laughs) you know, no one's coming to help, (laughs) Mm -hmm. or like this is the problem and I have to find a solution, that's when we can really take responsibility, I feel, and like take that next step. And that next step may be for someone to take your course. Like, you know what? I know that I. I need extra help in, you know, cleaning my home or having systems Mm -hmm. in order for me to really go to that next level. And so I'm going to go ahead and take Ashley's course, or, you know, I think it's a, the solution comes when we understand the problem and take responsibility, like, okay, this is the problem. Where's the solution? And then we can find then our minds will start working on trying to find that solution. Exactly.
0: Right? And that's why I always like to do that creating your foundation first, because it gets all the problems out. So that way you know what it is that's holding you back from that. So one of my I one of my personal favorite systems that I have is the five-minute cleaning system. And that is where I intentionally design and organize each room in my house to where it can be picked up and cleaned in five minutes or less. And I am so intentional about that because I do not want any room in my house to take more than five minutes to clean. And if it does, then there's a problem. And the problem is either I'm organizing it too much and it's taking me too long to put things away or I have too much stuff. So those are like my personal obstacles that come up if it takes me longer to clean. And when I'm talking about a five minute cleaning system, I'm also talking about like dusting or vacuuming or something. So I can clean each room in my house in five minutes or less because I set my house up that way, because that is something that is so important to me. Because I do not want to ever spend a Saturday cleaning my house. So if I could just, you know, if everything's pulled out and we just had an awful day, like sometimes during summer when I'm working and no one's really watching my kids and they're doing TV and they're doing stuff like things get way messier than they would during the week when everyone's in school. And it's okay because I know that each room that they do their little tornado messes in is only going to take five minutes to pick up clean reset. And that is what's most important to me. So that's how my solution reflects that.
1: And that's what I love about it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that because that's, I would say that that's a lot easier for me is to like keep the majority of the home kind of like picked up and and everything like that, because we don't have a lot of stuff. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I try to keep like more minimal, um, Uh more of a minimal thing that is easier to clean up. Um, but I will say that the two major, major things is the kitchen and of course the laundry, but I'm very thankful that what we do, we do have a routine for the kitchen and that's like doing it at night and making sure that we wake up with a clean kitchen. So it's set up for the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so, okay. So how does someone transition from building these routines and then like, kind of like taking it on their own? Like, how does that look like, you know, because I feel like building is good, you know, building it and creating a habit of it. That's going to take some time, right? Like how, how long does that usually take?
0: I don't think it takes very long. I mean, we could talk about a laundry system in an hour and you can start to implement that and have changes instantly. So these are not long drawn out processes. It's just putting the steps in the right order. And so you can't just like all of a sudden say like, I'm going to have the greatest laundry routine ever. And I'm going to spend, you know, only 20 minutes doing my laundry a day, but you have like 20 loads sitting in the corner that all need to get done. So one of my favorite things that I like or not favorite things, but one of the things I like to remind people is that in order to stay caught up on stuff, you first have to catch up. So there is going to be that little time period where you do have to catch up. So if it's the laundry and you want to just have an easy laundry routine, you still have to catch up your laundry to get to that point where you can start that rhythm. But then from there, maybe you start decluttering your clothes and you have just less clothes to wash because less clothes to wash means less laundry. Um, Maybe you make it easier. Like you don't have the whites load. You don't have a delicates load. So you start eliminating those clothes from your wardrobe to make it easier. And now like as you're in that rhythm, you start shopping smart. So that's the part where I think it, you know, it is a evolving process because you're going to make different choices based on your routine. So for me, when I shop, you know, I make sure my kids never buy red clothes because red bleeds into the loads. And I don't like that. We don't buy white clothes. Those are just like two things we don't do. And everyone's fine with it. Like no one says anything, (laughs) but that's like, yeah, that's how it evolves. So when you first like start diving in, I would say, pick like your biggest struggle. If it's the kitchen, it's the kitchen. and that's like the system you um start catching up and creating right away. But you can see changes like within an hour. I mean, I'm sure you even after listening to this episode, you can implement a couple things and just feel the change in your home.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure people are taking notes like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things to go over is um my guest routine. So Ashley, what does your day look like? Like time stamp your day. Like, how does it look like, And you know, like, a, because you're an entrepreneur, you're running two businesses, you know, our audience are monetizing entrepreneurs. So how does your day look like?
0: Um, a typical work day, I wake up about seven o'clock because I'm really not a morning person. So I'll wake up, I'll have my cup of coffee, start my little laundry, and then I kind of slowly walk out into the kitchen. I help my kids with their breakfast. And while I'm making their breakfast, I unload the dishwasher. So now I know that I have my laundry. Yeah.
1: Okay. One of the things that get me is that sometimes our minds can be like not present. So how do you like know that you have all this ton of work to do, but like still stay present? Like I'll just pause you with that, but I want to know that, that, that answer.
0: Um, I just make sure my life is really focused around my kids, so I schedule everything kid related first and I fit my work in around their schedule honestly is really what I do. So we schedule vacations first we schedule play dates first we schedule like pool time baseball practice soccer practice like all of that stuff, and I fit my work in there that's really how I stay present. So I know that when I have all these scheduled things with them, that's all I'm doing. I'm not worried about work or anything else. And I fit my work around my family. And I think no, that's that that's awesome. one of the greatest things about being a entrepreneur, honestly, is that's why we do it. That's why right. I do it. Yes. So.
1: Yeah. So we can be with them and have that intentional time with them and, mm-hmm. and be able to be a blessing into our families. So, okay. So you're waking up at nine You're you're going groggy to the kitchen, you're pouring your coffee, you're making breakfast, and then you're about to do your load. That's where we left off.
0: (laughs) My coffee, I do my load of laundry. And then as I'm making their breakfast, I unload the dishwasher because I'm usually making their toast and stuff. So I know I have like my two most important house things done for the day that just make me feel on top of the world. And it's just done before I like really start my day. Then I kind of just tell them to get ready because they're old enough. They can get themselves ready. And also the way I shop, like They can pick out their clothes without any issues. It's just super easy. And then I will usually take a walk around the block because my husband's still home getting ready for work. So I like to get my movement in for the day right away. And then i come home i shower i get ready and then i usually start my work day about 10 o'clock so usually i have to drop them off at school i do a couple errands in the morning if i have to go to the post office or get coffee you know because that's an errand right Uh, (laughs) so i do that stuff and then i start about 10 o'clock and from there, I have very, I don't want to say structured days, but I have very well planned out days. Cause I do a planning meeting once a month where I know exactly what I'm working on each of my work days for the month coming up. And then of course I can add in other stuff as needed, but I know what I have to get done. So I just look at my calendar. I'm like, okay, today I have to write these four emails and do a blog post and schedule a podcast. I'm like, okay. So I just All in do one day, yes. All in one day.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: Yes. But so I've also decided that I don't like working Mondays. I kind of need the Mondays for myself because I do a lot of kids stuff on the weekend and it's all about them and I love it and it's a ton of family time. But on Monday, I'm tired and I need a break and I need to like not have commitments. So Mondays are kind of like my day
1: where I just do whatever, (laughs) whatever I I want. I do the same thing for Mondays because I'm exhausted after the weekend.
0: Yes. It's like a lot. I mean, I heard you say your kid plays baseball. Mine does baseball. Sometimes we'll have two or three games a weekend. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's a lot. But I love it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. It's crazy. It's a crazy, messy, beautiful life. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> but then not messy I know because now is elegant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> elegant is my way of saying that I like things effortlessly beautiful. So I always like to make sure I'm including things that are easy to manage, easy to take care of, um, but they're beautiful. So that's where elegance comes into my life it's like even in my home decor it has to be elegant which is effortlessly beautiful because I don't want to spend any time taking care of things <laughs> I just want it to look pretty
1: and be effortless Amen. Um, okay so you said 10 a.m yeah, I start work. You start work, and then what? what are you doing at work? So, you so out, I you go doing? to my
0: calendar, whatever it is I had planned on there. So I do my monthly meetings and I plan out whatever I need for the month. So usually I'll know how many podcasts I need to record. Um, I batch everything. So batching is one of my biggest hacks that I do. So I batch podcasts, I batch blogs, emails pretty much everything I can do, batching I do. Um, And so I just look at my calendar. So it's already kind of planned. So I don't really have to think about what I'm doing that day. It's already on there. And I just do what it tells me to, because I know that I already spent the time to intentionally plan that, which helps a ton. And then I usually work for about four hours a day. I try not to work more than that because I just don't want to, Um, (laughs) but I can if I need to. And then I usually have to pick kids up about two o'clock. So I leave at two to start picking people up from school. So 10 to two is my like really dedicated work time. And then after two, then we have all the after school activities. And I do have two businesses. So the 10 to two is for Always Elegant Living. And then my photography business, I do six photo sessions a month and I schedule them on Wednesday evenings and Saturday evenings. So those nights, I know that I'm out doing pictures and as soon as I'm done with the pictures, I just come back, I load everything, I edit it, I get it all done. And then like blog posts and emails, those go on my blog posts
1: and email days. That's amazing. That (laughs) is amazing. I'm I'm impressed. That's incredible (laughs) that you can get all that done.
0: Okay. So it's really funny because I get so much more done working 20 hours a week, plus whatever time it takes for the photo shoots than I did when I gave myself Monday through Friday from eight to five to get everything done. Because if you give yourself 40 hours to get everything done, it's going to take you 40 hours to get everything done. But if you give yourself 20 hours to get everything done, it's going to take you 20 hours to get everything done. So I feel good working 20 hours a week. I know that I can get everything done in 20 hours. And I would rather just do like 100% focus for those 20 hours, than drag it out
1: to 40 hours and just feel like, you know, oh, yeah. I'm working oh, too yeah. hard and burnt out. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've learned, I've learned that usually three to four hours is the perfect block of time to have concentrated, dedicated, focused Mm -hmm. time on whatever it is that you need to accomplish. Four to three hours, more than that, it's not going to happen because you need a break. Mm -hmm. You need a break. Mm -hmm. You need time to Mm -hmm. unwind and then get back on it. Yeah. And then during
0: summer, cause my kids are home. So my time blocks are broken up a little bit more so I can only work about 45 minutes at a time, but it's okay. Cause I make my own schedule. So in the summer I have lighter projects, like I'm not going to do a website redesign and I'm not going to add like all these challenges and extra things during the summer because I don't have to, I can do it when they're in school, when I have that focused time. So my summer schedule is lighter than my school schedule, but that's evolving with the seasons. And that's always what I talk about because there are seasons in our life and summer, it's just, it is what it is. I love being home with my kids. So I don't want to spend 20 hours a week working. I'd rather, um, I actually do work really hard in May to make sure that I have the income and everything I need to get me through the summer. So that way, you know, I have that time with them.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. I feel like we can talk all day. (laughs) So actually- Right? I mean, I want to continue to ask you some questions. But um, where can people find you?
0: I am at alwayselegantliving.com. And that is where my home base is. And then I also have a podcast called the Always Elegant Living Podcast. And I just basically help working moms easily manage their home without the constant tasks consuming their life. And the whole goal of that is it's a means to an end. It's a means to not being always managing your home and having to worry about that and think about it. So you can live a life full of ease and elegance. So when I do teach home management, it's because it creates that freedom that we all want from being mompreneurs and even working moms. Like we want that freedom. So we don't need our home tying us down, but that's where you can find me. And then I'm also on Instagram at always elegant living. Oh,
1: thank you so much for being part of the show. And thank you I, for having me. I hope that people check you out because I love, I love what you're doing. And I think that it's really, really important to just have that peace and calmful life and to live that life that we love and that we can also love our homes and our businesses at the same time that we're raising our littles. So thank you, Ashley.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a chance, stop by the website at lindamendable.com, sign up for the blog cure, which is an awesome, awesome course that I created that will help you set up your blog or take your blog to the next level and join us over at Monetizing Mompreneurs Facebook group. I just want to say again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.